Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. Today's Thursday the 28th of July and on today's podcast we're diving into the government's new emissions target bill. The 43% figure has been thrown around a lot, we've certainly posted about it a lot, but what does it all mean? Sam, we'll get to that in just a little while, but first, what's making headlines today? Prices are up by 6.1% in the year up to June, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics. This is the highest level of inflation in 21 years. Now, inflation is determined using the Consumer Price Index, which tracks the price of a range of common items. So think about it as the cost of your supermarket basket. Meanwhile, in New Zealand, in a world first, and this is a really interesting one, legislation was introduced yesterday to prevent the uptake of smoking in teenagers. The bill, if passed, would introduce a steadily rising age limit to the purchase of cigarettes and would reduce the nicotine content in cigarettes. It received cross-party support and it's expected to come into effect next year if passed. New South Wales police have renewed appeals for public information into the deaths of two sisters in the Sydney unit last month. The women's cause of death still hasn't been identified. Police, however, believe they had been deceased for, quote, some time before being located. And today's good news is people doing good in what is otherwise a bad situation, but an ocean cleanup operation has officially removed over 100,000 kilograms of plastic from the Pacific Ocean. The project collected the garbage across an area of over 3,000 square kilometres, so that is a mighty effort. It's back to school for our parliamentarians this week. They have descended on the nation's capital to uh, jump into the chambers and get stuck into it. And the government has not lost any time in introducing its climate change bill. So is the legislation good to go? I've legislated 43%. Legislating Greens leader Adam Bant has threatened to side with the Liberals and Nationals. Stronger action on climate. Giving the Greens what they want. And Minister, of course, he is lost in negotiations. He's issued a list of demands. It's going to be a tax on every Australian. Australian people voted for action on climate change on May 21 and now the Parliament has a chance to vote for action on climate change. There's been so much political back and forth about this over the last few weeks. Why don't we take a step back and really get to the heart of what this emissions target actually is? Sure. So at the most simple level, the target is to reduce emissions to 43% of 2005 levels by 2030. So 43% on 2005 levels by 2030. And why is it 43? Why not are we talking about 42 or 44 or even, you know, 90? It's a good question. And it's interesting to understand how Labor came to this number. So they did it almost in a retrospective fashion, which was to say that they worked out what policies they wanted to implement uh, to reduce emissions things like penalising large polluters and upgrading the electricity grid. And with that in place, they worked out how much lower emissions would be as a result. So once they had their plan, they commissioned modelling to work out really what that would mean in terms of reducing emissions. And when they landed with 43%, they decided to run with that as their emissions target goal. It's an interesting way to go about setting a target. So they didn't set the target on what they'd committed to at, say, the Glasgow Climate Summit, for example. The Glasgow Climate Summit was a meeting we spoke about many, many, many times, and it was held last November. It saw leaders from around 200 countries come together to discuss their plans to tackle climate change, 
at that summit, every one of those member nations made a pact which said that global emissions would need to be 45% below 2010 levels by 2030 to limit warming to that 1.5 degrees Celsius. So we're a signatory to that pact. So does the proposed emissions target we're currently talking about meet that target they reached in Glasgow? The short answer is no. Labor announced their plan after the summit, and remember here that they were in opposition, but they need to increase their target to meet the commitments that were agreed to in Glasgow. In other words, if if every country took the same approach as Labor's 43% target, that the world wouldn't actually succeed at limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees. How likely is it looking that Labor will get their proposed bill passed into law? So this is the lay of the land. Labor has this bill that they want to get through to legislate their emissions target. And you might be wondering why. Well, the government has said that they'll reach their 43% target either way, with or without this legislation, but they think passing the target into law will give it more certainty, especially considering there will be two more federal elections, which is a terrifying thought, before 2030, and no guarantee that Labor will win them. So it's almost an accountability measure as such. And what's standing in the government's way? Well, the opposition, who is the coalition at present, doesn't want to support legislating that 43%. The coalition's proposed target at the last election was 26 to 28%, so considerably lower in terms of that emissions reduction target. And what about the Greens? The Greens are in an interesting position. So they think that 43% as a target isn't ambitious enough. Coming into this year's election, their target was 75% emissions reduction by 2030 and net zero by 2035. So considerably higher targets than what the Labor government took to the election. The Greens also had a lot of success at the polls. They won a record number of seats in the House and also form part of the balance of power in the Senate. So they're really important stakeholders in this discussion. Essentially, Labor doesn't have a majority in the Senate, which means that if they want to get their climate emissions bill through the upper house, they'll need the Greens or independents on their side. So this has put the Greens in what can only be described as a prime position, really, to negotiate with the government on their proposed bill. And are the Greens on side? Adam Bant, who's the leader of the Greens, has shown what we could describe a willingness to negotiate with Labor on their climate bill, but there are a few sticking points. The Greens want an assurance from the government that the 43% would be a floor, not a ceiling, so there'd be room to negotiate in the future to increase this target. And we know now the government has agreed to this, but the Greens also want the government to ban new coal and gas projects. Adam Bant said, and I quote, you don't put the fire out while pouring petrol on it. This is where the government's drawn their line and has said that they won't legislate a moratorium. Interesting. What is going to happen next? So Labor has the power to pass the bill in the lower house, which is the House of Reps, but it'll need the Greens and one other crossbencher to pass the bill in the Senate. That vote isn't likely to happen for a little while, so we'll keep an eye on how negotiations play out in the meantime. But this is certainly something that will be interesting when we understand the role of the crossbench on matters like this. That's all we have time for today on The Daily Oz. If you did enjoy today's episode, please give us a review on Apple or a rating on Spotify. Your support is always greatly appreciated.